It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hey, Max. <laughs> well, as you can tell, uh, <laughs> no, Max. Jeff's not here. Neither's Max. I'm running solo. Uh, I just dropped a uh, a link so you can actually click and watch the show live uh, as we're talking on Facebook, and then of course we're on Apple, Spotify. Though, if they're watching you, hearing about the link, they're watching and they don't need the link. That's true. But after the show, they might. <laughs> so if they can't watch it now, they can watch it later. Well, hopefully they're subscribed and I'll hear it on their uh, morning commute tomorrow morning. Yeah, hit that subscribe button for us. Uh, Jeff's not here tonight. We gave him the night off. It's his wedding anniversary. Is it really? Yeah. Somebody's put up with him for a bunch of years. That's that's a challenge. And we've been able to do it. I I would say she's a saint, but I know on which side of the rail he's on. Well, speaking of someone who may not be happy, I'm sure Jeff's happy. I'm happy. You're happy. How would you like to be the fan that paid $700,000 for Tom Brady's last supposed touchdown football? Yeah. Uh, and then I actually, I thought it was 518, but still, I mean, it's like, it's like the day after <laughs> Brady announces his, is, is coming out of retirement and uh, slightly used football on eBay. Slightly used football. I believe my brother said it's going for like 50,000 now. So, <sighs> That's a, that's a lot of money to recoup. Tom Brady. Don't you love him? This is how I feel about Tom Brady. I, I am very much on the Michaela Maroney. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just, I, I, I don't want to hear about him anymore. <laughs> well, you I'm know, choked up. If, <laughs> cough it up. It don't belong to you. Yeah. Uh, but if you, um, if you remember one of the pods, you know, I knew this guy came out early saying he was ready to retire, kind of the heat of the moment. And he probably actually probably felt it at the time, but you got to let your body digest an NFL season. You got to relax. You got to think it over and at least give yourself uh, four months instead of three months. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, mean, I, I heard Steve Young talking about it on on one of the ESPN shows and he's like you know the the rhythm of the season is you get done with the season you're like I don't want to do this anymore and then a couple yeah. months later you're like oh, I'm okay yeah. uh it's kind of how I feel on my job when I take a vacation I'm like I don't want to do this anymore and then occasionally when I come back from vacation I'm like yeah I can sign another one year deal I just I mean I just wonder it's like is what's going on in in this man's head and I was at the pinnacle of this sport. Everyone was always talking about me. I mean, we're still talking about him. So geez. And then he's like, I'm going to slide into irrelevance. I mean, I want to have my own business concerns and then I'm going to be Giselle Bunchen's wife. And then he's like, eh, I don't know if I like that. Well, at the end of the day, the man can still play at a high level. And, uh, you know, as long as he's out, not out there embarrassing himself on the football field, which, you know, if he keeps playing like he has, I mean, conceivably if, he has an offensive line that keeps him upright. This guy could play another three or four years. Now, yeah, I mean, statistically, last year was, if not his best, one of his best seasons. The thing he has to worry about is, at his age it is a serious injury. But uh, it's tough when you're an athlete. I mean, I'm I'm not even a 
competitive athlete making a living, but um, I can't play tennis anymore because of my knees. And it's just, you know, it's tough because your mind says go out there. But if I, I know if I go out there, I'm going to hurt myself. So I can understand if you still have that ability, he probably doesn't want to look back with any regrets and say, you know what, when he's 50 and in his last season. I, I, I get that. And uh, it was, and was coming up on free agency. And if you looked at what the Buccaneers were going to be without him, they were going to lose a lot of free agents. Yeah. Now he's coming back and they, and they were gonna have to sign a new quarterback and then probably pay him a lot more than, than they're paying Brady. Brady's salary cap hit this season will be $20.3 million. That's Trump change. Rogers is going to be upwards of 40 to 50. Yeah. Brady is getting paid less than Kirk Cousins. Well, that's uh, <laughs> what can you say? Well, I, I I can say it is almost it is almost an unfair advantage. Yeah. His the the best the most valuable player on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster is Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. She makes so much money, he doesn't have to make money. All he has to do is perform. Well, at the end of the day, the guy's not coming back for the money, obviously. He's coming back to win a, a Super Bowl ring. You know, it's kind of funny because I was watching uh, one of the sports books. Uh, they said there's some suspicious activity. About three days before he came back, a whale dropped a but ton of money on Tampa Bay. They were 60 to one. Okay. This was before Brady made his announcement. And then because of that whale dropping that much money, it actually dropped the odds to 30 to one. He reloaded. And then two or three days later, Brady makes his announcement. And now they're seven to one to win the Super Bowl and five to one to win their division. So they're, they're, they're saying that some kind of insider whale knew he was coming back and apparently they know who the guy is and they said he's, he's familiar to, to people and um, he's well known. So, so maybe he had dinner with Charles Barkley. So following on, so following on from the Calvin Ridley suspension, we might get a Tom Brady suspension. Unless Brady was betting on on his own return. I think he's okay. Or if he, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I am going to take the field. Give me the field against the Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, the guys spent a buttload of money, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't even mean they're going to win the division. Now, the division's pretty pretty easy, ripe for the taking, for the most <laughs> yeah. part, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're in the NFC, you're looking at the Packers, the Rams, and that's about it. Yeah, he'll have a much better chance to... Uh, for that whale to get their money than he would in the AFC. But, you know, um, if I go out and we have dinner and I tell you, Bob, I'm, I'm coming back and I haven't told anyone else and you run to Vegas and drop a butt ton of money on it, is there anything wrong with me having told you, hey, I think I'm coming back? I don't think there's an equivalent to the SEC in sports betting, so no. But if but if this was a stock, you'd you'd be getting slapped up for some insider trading. Well, I don't know. The SEC's in a coma, but that's another story <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> so let's 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 move on from TB12 because I don't want to talk about him anymore. Okay, Ever. more TB12. Well, there was some some comings and goings. The Giants made some major major quarterback moves. I know you're a huge Giants fan. 
No, I'm a huge, the Giants are fodder for everyone else. In they've, the they've, they've secured their first round draft pick. They got by uh, getting Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. And then they signed up Joe, Joe Flacco. Who apparently is still playing football. Apparently still playing football. That surprises and me. And living off that Super Bowl win from days bygone. And and Joe Joe Flacco, Russell Wilson, I have a few proof points for quarterbacks who take all the money that they are worth, and and by God, they are worth every bloody cent, but then screwing their team by not giving them a lot of flexibility under the salary cap. Yeah. And I'm going to put Rodgers in that camp now. Yeah. I mean, he, he said, you can keep me, but you're going to pay. It's not like he doesn't make enough money doing State Farm commercials. They may restructure it at some point. Who knows? Yeah. I just, um, man, man. Uh, interesting development. Well, actually, a couple sticking with the quarterback theme. Um, there was a quarterback uh, from Houston, and he's uh, he's getting some phone calls and interviews. Apparently, he does not want to go to the Browns. And we were talking about one Deshaun Watson. With his toxicity, he better bloody shut up and take whatever team it'll take. Well, him. he he's got some leverage. He can he can decide what team he wants to go to, and uh, the Browns offered the farm. Apparently, Baker and the farm, and he said no to it. But he did uh, agree to an interview, so they talked to him. Uh, I know that Atlanta's in conversations with him, but. I guess Baker Mayfield was a little butthurt that, uh, you know, the Browns didn't say, hey, we're going to talk to this guy. Whereas in Atlanta, apparently, they did talk to my, uh, Matt Ryan and tell him, hey, we're going to we're going to bring Watson in and, and talk to him and kind of gauge his interest. I am I am actually interested. Whatever team signs him, what does that press conference look like? Who who puts his arm around Deshaun Watson, who still has the potential for an NFL suspension hanging over him and yeah. 22 civil lawsuits, 22. That's enough lawsuits to field a defense and an offense on an NFL football team. Well, apparently he's talented enough that there's some teams willing to take that risk. I, I really think probably Cleveland's out of it. So I'd probably go New Orleans, Atlanta. Uh, those are probably the two many ready-made teams that, that probably New Orleans actually more so, but then what do you do with Winston? Where does he go to? Uh, crab uh, leg factory. You know what? I'll tell you what though. Winston was my comeback player of the year last year. He was my prediction for the comeback player of the year, and he was having a good season until he. Yeah, the tibia, I, I mean, I'll I'll walk back my crab uh, leg comment and say, yeah, Winston actually is is rounding out to be an a a fairly serviceable professional football player. If he can keep his interceptions under 20 a game. But no, he, he, he did well last year. Yeah. Until he got hurt. It was serviceable. Um, did you hear about the major diss from uh, Randy Gregory? You know, the Cowboys stood by him through thick and thin, and then they offered, tendered him a contract, and they said, hey, we just want you to not get suspended this time. You know, we've invest a lot of time and money in you. And the Broncos came back and said, well, we'll give you the same deal, but we won't penalize you if you get suspended. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's standard language in, in the Cowboys contracts. It's, it's known as the salary forfeiture language. Mm -hmm. And just going over Randy Gregory's uh, rap sheet in 
2016, he missed 14 games, and these are all substance abuse policy violations. Right. He missed the entire 2017 season, two games in 2018, the entire 2019 season, and six games in 2020. However, since 2020, he hasn't been suspended since. Well, <laughs> that tells me that uh, he's got a chance to he's go through a whole a season. Just checking to make sure that link was working. <laughs> A little bit of time travel there. God, I'd love to see myself. Uh, no, um, so we'll see what happens with him. I don't see any uh, moves Dallas has really made to improve themselves. Uh, no, they haven't. They didn't change their coaching staff. They haven't changed anybody else. They're they're going to rise to mediocrity yet again. Yeah, Cooper's gone, and that's, I mean, he was a solid NFL ready-made receiver. Now you lose Gregory, who is really one of the few threats they had to to come after the quarterback i had heard that they had made a move for von miller but i think buffalo way overpaid him he just got tendered a six million six year 120 million dollar deal yeah that's that's a little much considering 33 it, years old well 33 years old and he he wasn't he wasn't aaron donald on that defensive line i mean he was kind of he was effective situational but he was a cameo player yeah yeah. Good disguiser. But yeah. I mean, at the same token, you know, just having that guy there with his veteran leadership and the ability to get to the quarterback when needed, add that to that Buffalo defense, which is already pretty stout. And you got to like Buffalo next year. Yeah. And if you're, and, and if you're Mac Jones, you're like, uh, maybe I should retire. <laughs> I'll go with Buffalo. That's my early season prediction. So, uh, NFL, any other thoughts on anything that's going on in the NFL? No, other than it, it saddens me that we're moving into March Madness and and some of the funnest time of the year to be a sports fan. And we have to talk about the NFL and the A block. Well, I mean, honestly, I am I am very much Michaela Maroney about this. You know, the thing about the NFL and the reason they're so successful and they become America's sport is because with free agent signings, with drafts, with the start of the training camps, really there's only about one month when the NFL rests. Which month is that? Probably June. <laughs> Probably June. You know? Because we've got the draft coming up, and I think the camps start in, actually maybe May, because the camps start in June. Or early, late, early July. July. So. I mean, J July for so actual June. training camp. And yeah, in, in May we'll have, you know, OTAs. and. So they're literally on the uh, on the radar, you know, 11 months out of the year. No, I mean, as 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 much as we all think that Goodell is, is ineffectual and kind of incompetent at times, by God, the NFL rules the roost. Just case in point, we're sitting here talking about the NFL. Yeah. While we while we're getting ready for March Madness, so from March Sadness, which is the NFL, to March Madness, very so cool. I haven't finished my bracket. I was kind of racing to get it completed. Uh, I just the only one I haven't finished, Bob, is the Midwest. But I do have some upsets. The I I, I think the Midwest, I, the Midwest is actually kind of the region where I think you're going to have a, a fair amount of chaos. Uh, e either Kansas goes all the way through, or or that or or that basically devolves into you know chaotic mumbleness, messness. Okay. I mean, at first glance, maybe. Yeah, I really don't see anything. Which so let's go through and see. Let's just go through the first round. 
Okay. And then uh, I can just kind of tell you real quick who I have in my, yeah, let's, my final. Let's, let's start in the West. Uh, final four. Top left on your sheet. Okay. Uh, and I'll actually put mine up on the board for the people watching on the YouTubes so they can kind of see at least my bracket. Yeah, kind of hard to see. Well, it's hard for you to see, and it's and it's the old eyes. So in the first round, I have probably my biggest upset was, is going to be um, – let me find it here. I like Davidson. I think Davidson can upset Michigan State. Okay. At ten. Yeah, I. That's I, in the that's in the um, first round yep. of the. Um, yep, ten seven in the in, in the West. I, my biggest upset. I mean, I I have Memphis over Boise State. It's only an upset by seeding, um, but I have New Mexico State knocking out Connecticut in the first round, twelve over a five. Okay. And then down below that, I've got the uh, Virginia Tech. I think that they can uh, knock off Texas. Yep, I have Virginia Tech too. And that's that's those are my upsets in that. Really, I I, I have of- I have more than that. I have San Francisco beating Murray State ten over a seven, and I do have Indiana who played in the play-in game. Okay, now I'm talking on the. What side of the ledger? Are you well, you're, you're on the left. You're you're talking to the the Virginia Tech region, the East region, yeah, okay, Baylor, the East, yeah. Yeah. I actually so, have San Francisco too beating uh they play Kentucky. I have San Francisco winning yeah. first round. Yep. So who do you have in that division uh actually uh making it to the uh to the final four? Uh I have uh Kentucky going all the way. Uh I have Baylor getting knocked out in the second round by North Carolina. Okay. I I mean and and there there's hardness further down and i think baylor may be weak but we'll see yeah some injuries i have kentucky with. yeah i have okay. kentucky and ucla playing for the east region finals okay so i gonzaga versus uh texas tech and then uh ucla and kentucky i've got ucla okay i have ucla winning the yeah i, I have texas tech going through uh and kentucky okay. playing in, on one side of that uh final four Yep, that's that's actually who I have. I'm sorry, I've got uh, UCLA. Yeah, you have yeah you, you have UCLA over over Kentucky. We both have the same team yeah. in the finals on that region. So who do you have in the south in the upper right? Okay, I have Arizona. Uh, upsets. I got Loyola Chicago beating Ohio State. In the a lot round. of people have Loyola Chicago beating Ohio State. So uh, how much of a upset that'll be? Uh, winning it. Uh, well, looking at it real quick because I didn't fill out my other one. I guess. Tennessee is who I have in that. Yeah, te- I, I, I think Tennessee is a is a really good number three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Villanova really deserved that number two. I think I think I would have rather have seen Tennessee and Villanova uh, swapped in their seating. So I have Tennessee going all the way through the finals and and actually beating Arizona in the final of of the South Region. Now this is tough. I've got Wisconsin and uh, Kansas. Are you looking at my bracket? Because I have Wisconsin and Kansas. Okay, no, I'm not. Holy poop! Who do you have winning that? I actually have Wisconsin going through. Um, <laughs> okay, I've got Wisconsin too. Wisconsin and Tennessee, and I've got Tennessee and UCLA playing for the championship. Well, at least at least we're different there. I have Texas Tech going through and Texas Tech winning. Who do you have winning? Well, you're putting me on the spot. I'm doing this thing as we go. I'm going to go with oh, UCLA the all the way, baby. Well, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll see where it is. Uh, 
They're a number four seed. I th- I'm trying to remember what the what the stat is as to the lowest seed who's ever won a national championship. I'm not sure. It's yeah. It's it. It's it's pretty. It's it's pretty bleak. You can put my handsome face back up on the screen. No, I don't want to put your handsome face back up on the screen. But yeah, I. Uh, it should be fine, you know. March Madness. What more can you ask for? Yeah, it's it, it'll be it'll be interesting. A whole I mean, a lot of basketball. A whole lot of basketball. You know, for the most part, it has been a little bit of a uh, toss-up season. Though I think I, I think some of the bigger names are going to come out as as we get as we get through into the Final Four. I mean, Wisconsin, Tennessee, Kentucky, Texas Tech for me. Those aren't small programs. No. Well, if you're watching out there, um, give us your picks. If you think we're right, we're wrong. Who you think's going to be in it? We'll uh, we'll keep track of our brackets as we go along. And uh, well, we finally got something settled. Baseball, Bob. Baseball is back. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. And I'm super pissed. We're getting. You're super pissed that we're getting baseball back. Well, I'm super pissed that my Reds completely blew up their team, which was right on the precipice of actually contending for a title. So we're in our 25th year of rebuilding. Ever since we won the 1990 World Series, we've been in a 30-year rebuild now, I guess it is. Well, I mean, it's consistent. Yeah. At least at least you're not, and then not the Mets, one of the most, one of the biggest payrolls in baseball, and they still rise. They don't even rise to mediocrity. Well, I think at this point we have our payroll down to 75 million. We let Castellanos walk. Um, we let Wade Miley walk, who actually had a career year. I wasn't a big fan of his until he came on board, but he did great. We traded uh, Sonny Gray. We traded Amir Garrett, which he was terrible. I don't care about him. But losing Sonny Gray, losing uh, uh, Castellanos, and we traded Winker. I think he went to the Royals. I mean, we had two All-Stars last year. Mm-hmm. Our only two All-Stars, one walked in, in free agency and the other got traded. So it's just frustrating when you're a Reds fan and you had a good year. And actually last year with this new playoff format, we would have made it. We would have been in the playoffs and played the Braves in the first round. Okay. So now we're not going to be able to beat the little sisters of the poor. But you know. I'm... I'm excited, excited for the expanded playoffs. No, it's cool. But at some point, it's going to be like basketball where why do we have a regular season when everyone can basically get in? I ag- I agree with you. And I did like the one and in. That was kind of cool. The Yeah. And and the, the the conflict for me is going to be the expanded playoffs, which are worth a lot more with TV revenue and all that, which means that the salary pool is greater. The players shouldn't be making more money, but do we, do we give up to 162 game season? Do we as baseball purists go, I'm okay with maybe not a quite an NBA or an NHL level playoff where every other team makes it in, but I'm okay with 14, which is, what is that? 14 out of 32 for 14 yeah. out of 30, whatever it is. Um, I'm okay with 14. We're going to get 12 and then, then we're going to get 14. I'm okay yeah. with that. I just, I just don't know what that means for the 162 game season. I, th- I, I, my personal feeling is we need to ramp it back. The season. Yes. Well, you could say that about the NBA. I mean, it drags on to late June by the time when the, let's just have a season long tournament in the NBA. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, it's it's all about the money, though. The games are about the money. It's about the television revenue. We've all talked about it. Um, but the game's back. We're going to have a lot to talk about when it comes to baseball. Um, man, other than that, I, I don't have a lot to spoon feed tonight. No, it's no, it's it, it it's about it. Tomorrow tomorrow starts the real NCAA tournament, and and we're slowly working our way into into NBA playoffs. Is there a way we'll be able to post our our things so that if you click on it, you can? Yeah, we uh, we'll we will put it up as uh, pictures of our brackets will go up as comments on our YouTube. So if you're if you're listening to this on your podcast, on your uh, on your drive-in on a Thursday morning, go over to our YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed there, go subscribe there. But uh, we'll post it up as a comment. And then we'll get Jeff to fill his out. So he's a huge basketball fan. As long as Jeff fills his out before tip-off of the first games tomorrow. I, I know. we got to try to get a hold of him. So, folks, we had a good time talking to you. It's kind of an abbreviated session. We'll see you next week on To The Max Sports. Okay, when we are out. Adios. Wait. Oh,